Yo, welcome to the Pad Bro Podcast. Which is your home for third-hand news, questionable advice, and dubious opinions all about Puzzle and Dragons. It is Thursday, December 24th, 2015. My name is Evan, and Kevin is back with me for a regular edition of the podcast. Well, hello there. I am back for the holiday special edition Pad Bro Podcast. Yeah, I guess it is a bit of a special edition. Uh, You've been out of town for a bit, down in L.A., enjoying yourself, living life to the fullest. To the very fullest. Trying to increase my pad game. Increase your pad game? (laughs) Is there there like a a pad training grounds down in L.A. that you've been visiting on the the secret? It's kind of underground. First rule of the pad underground is we don't talk about it. So. Oh, all right. So we're, we're already almost breaking the rules. All Not right. quite. I haven't said it out loud. So. Okay. <laughs> all right. So should we do some news? Sure. Some personal news? What's going on on the personal front? Yeah, we've got this Challenge Dungeon set seven that's yeah, out right I'm... now. We got the old one because they weren't quite ready for putting 18 out. and I mean, Challenge Dungeon... Group 17 just finished, so mm. they gave us seven again. Yeah. And uh, these f- floors are easier than we're used to seeing in the, in the hey, current Hey, which sets. I'm not complaining about because these gifts look nice. Getting some peas. Getting some nice gifts. The Predra in there. Yeah. Uh, what have you cleared so far? I think I've only tried seven and ten. Oh, you skipped eight and nine, huh? I skipped one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I know I um, I tried seven and I did it on my second try, and I tried ten once and failed miserably. So, taking a break and you know taking a second to think about it, reading floor by floor before I do it again. Did you skip to those floors because you wanted the specific piece? Yeah, I just get ang- anxious and I want the gifts as soon as possible. So, which was seven? Was that a shine pee? That was a shine pee for uh-huh. for my Awoken Ra and or Awoken Sakuya. Oh, okay. So that's my personal news is I'm, I think I might potentially be converting teams going from Umiyami to Awoken Sakuya. Wow. And you've invested a lot of effort in your Umiyami team and you're still beating stuff with it. I am. And I think it's still going to be my main team, but now I'm going to work on another team, if not as intensely. Um, but... I'm pretty excited about my team, so... And your plans for Awoken Sakuya, we're actually going to get into her a little bit later. Yeah. So you've got, uh, you've got what, seven El Collies that are going in your team <laughs> as subs, is that right? <laughs> Just the two. Just two, okay, okay. Um, well, I I also enjoyed the sort of easier run through the Challenge Dungeons. Yeah, you cleared them all already. I you cleared them just... all already. Uh, although it took me a few too many tries to do ten... I felt really How many is too many? Dumb a couple Tell times. the listeners. How many is too many? Yeah, so people can... It, it took me more than 10 tries. Oh, wow. I think on my third try, I made it to the last floor and uh, like got him down to just a tiny percentage. Uh, and then he did a god bind. Oof. Found my whole team because I was running Shiva Dragon, so it was all gods. Nice. So I just got to... I'm like, oh, my whole team's bound, so I guess I'll just... Combo one turn before you kill me. <laughs> so I get a free turn of practicing combos with the outcome, you know, totally decided. <laughs> yeah, it was it was not good. And then after that, I just 
my efforts went downhill. It was I, I was playing very poorly. But I did clear it, and... And it becomes one of those things where, like, you'll have a team that you know can beat it under certain circumstances, and you just, like, you'll play and hope, like, okay, if I get the right boards, if I get the right um, skills up at the time, you'll, you think you can beat it, that can get addictive wanting it, to yeah, it really try can. it and hope for the, the perfect situation. It definitely did to me in this case. I was like, I know this team can beat this dungeon. I've gotten really close. I got up to the end, last floor, and I know I had to hit six combos. I had like, I did like a Norn active and then a Valkyrie active, and I had way more blue orbs than I'm used to. And so I'm used to doing these board setups that guarantee I'm going to do plenty and plenty of damage. But this time I was like, oh no, there's too many blue orbs, and I was worried about um, hitting the right number of combos. And so I ended up just like sort of doing alternating three orb matches, red, blue, red, blue, red, blue. And I hit eight combos, but I hit in no TPAs and Aww. no rows, and my damage was like just not enough to kill him. Just and, a little bit more. Yeah, I was really disappointed in myself that round. And that was like my third try, and then it took me like seven, eight, I don't know how many, a lot more Well, tries. the important thing is that you beat it. Mm, yeah. And now all those people at home who try these dungeons so many times don't feel as bad because they know that someone else... Oh yeah, for it's sure. It's failing with them. I smashed my head against that dungeon a uh, lot before finishing it. Now what about this Christmas egg machine? Have you pulled yet? Anything I you have, want? I have not pulled in the Christmas egg machine. I want that Cali. Um, there's a couple of things I wouldn't mind having. I, I'm not... I'm not, not ever going to pull in that machine hoping for the Kali. Uh, that is, hey, that where's is your holiday spirit? <laughs> I don't know if holiday spirit is... Holiday spirit is a spirit of giving, and if you're talking about me just giving my stones to gung ho and getting silver eggs in return, then yeah, maybe I really am. It's belief in the, in the Christmas miracles that Kali's gonna be that. That's oh, Well, I am. I am excited. Uh, I hit rank 500. Hey, oh, big day! Sometime last week, I think we still need to celebrate that. Let's get you a cake. This is happy 500 on it. <laughs> that might be a little bit too much for me. It could be a cupcake. It doesn't be a huge cake. I don't know. I'm just kind of happy about it. Uh, you know, still progressing through the game. Um, you know, even at rank 500, there's. Oh man, I'm so taunted by the ultimate arena. I haven't even tried it yet because I'm fairly confident that none of my teams could get through, except on, you know, very lucky circumstance with all the monsters that show up, you know. The Skyfall gods in your favor. The Skyfall gods would have to be in my favor. So, like, what do you think? I know you haven't tried it yet, but if you had a problem floor, like, where do you think you would get stuck? Is it one of the collies or not even there? Well, the collies would be hard uh, if I don't have someone who can enhance orbs, right? So, my Shiva Dragon Teen, if I do like Norn into Valkyrie. Set up a board, sky, like cascade a third row, um, you know, if I get a good number of blue orbs. You know, I could probably do, you know, you have to do 21 million damage as a team. And, and that's not that unlikely for this team. Uh, if I had an orb enhancer, guaranteed going to do that much damage. But Who is your orb enhancer? Well, I don't have a really good one for that team. Best option I have Shiva? is Awoken Horus. Oh, uh, no, Shiva wouldn't fit on there because he's not a god once you get to his Awoken form. Mm -hmm. So I'd use Awoken Horus, but then I'm talking, 
you know, I have to get through however many floors up to there having, I have to have all those three skills available. <laughs> and Shiva Dragon does two turns haste, which is helpful and powerful, but isn't making me any red orbs, that's for sure. Yeah. So like, you know, how many, how many floors of hard monsters before that did I have to get through without using those skills? So it's, you know, it's, it's not a great setup for that dungeon. And especially because I have no damage reducer on the team, which means that... You need the Phoenix Rider. Yeah, maybe. But he's not a god either. Oh, man. So yeah, Shiva Dragon going through that dungeon is pretty So rough. what do you think you would... What would be your <coughs> your uh, dream monster to help you get through that? What would be the most helpful With thing? Shiva Dragon? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. what, what, do you, what do you think you would need to... Well, I think Awoken Freyr looks pretty good. Oh, it just came out. It looks sweet. Yeah. I think he fits on there. Um, You know, give me that kind of buff that I need. But, you know, besides that, I think actually my Awoken Yomi team is probably my best bet to get through Ultimate Arena. Mm. And I just need those plus eggs to get that team ready. Because right now... Speaking of plus eggs, do you think we'll ever get times 10 in Descended? I don't know. Every other server's will gotten they, it now. Will they surprise us on Christmas? I don't think they'll surprise us on Christmas. Although it's not beyond the realm of possibility since Europe, Europe got surprised today. With what? They People were just like, oh, running Harris Oilo descended? And they're like, oh, that's a plus egg. And that's a plus egg. Oh. That's a plus egg. And they would get to the boss and they I got six plus eggs in one run. What the heck's happening? So it was an unannounced thing. It was an unannounced switch to ten times descendeds, in, or ten times plus eggs in descendeds. So you got to keep me posted. If you ever see that happen, you got to give me a ring and tell me, hey, Kevin, play these dungeons now. Oh, I'm going to send up the bat signal for sure. <laughs> plus eggs, everybody! Because I've been saving my stones for this. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think I'm ready to... Uh, put that all together get those teams get those teams going and and put the plus eggs into it um any other personal news you want to share um not that i can think of all right should we bust into some north america news we got this christmas event going on um gave us a few free things Lots of free things. Lots of free things? Yeah, what do we get? Well, that's because I've been in a Tama drought, and I've been liking these Tamadras and these free free thing dungeons. Okay. what Tamadra, You've been in a Tamadra drought? You just haven't, haven't been paying enough attention to no, like, get to the ones that show up like every week? And like I've said, like I just started this Awoken Sakuya team, and I had all these monsters that weren't Awoken, so... Oh. Sakuya needs nine. So, yeah. And then Kali needs another six. I'm I'm in a similar boat. I'm, uh... I've actually got a decent blue team. Oh? And I'm interested in, uh... You know, checking it, like, trying to see how it goes. But I counted, I'm like, I need, like, 30... I hadn't awoken any of them. I was like, I need, like, 37 Tamadras to run this team. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, it's, you can sort of have a self-created Tamadra drought. Oh, for sure. But, uh, you know, even so, like, we're only getting, like, these, like, seven Tamadras, seven free Tamadras. And people are saying, like, once you hit a certain rank, you know, you, a magic stone is actually worth more than a Tamadra. That's true. He's like, you know, if, if you've got a hundred stamina, 
max stamina. You spend a stone, you get, you know, 100 stamina. You get two runs through one of these Tamadra dungeons. And then you just get all the babies. Yeah, you get the babies. You either evo them or you roll with the percentage chance. What's the opposite of a drought? A flood? Yeah. I am in a baby Tamadra flood. You're in a baby Tamadra <laughs> flood? I have just too many. Although I did evolve at least 10 of them because I had farmed um, some... What are they called? The yellow doublets? Uh, dub toplets. Yeah. Yes, I farmed those and I evolved a good amount of them, but I still have so many. All right, all right. Well, uh, you could just feed them. You could go for it. Just feed them as experience? No, feed them and hope for, hope for the awakenings. There's Oh, you can do that? You can still get awakenings with baby tamadras. The chance is just low. Like 10%? No, people say 20. I heard 50 at one point. But this changes you know, everything. Can... I had no idea this was a thing. Nah, if you're old, if you're overloaded on babies and you want to roll with that percentage chance, go for it. I mean, I've had times where I went like four for five. Oh, but I've also had times where I went oh for five. Yeah, that's gonna be me. But it seems better than skill ups. Like the it's, it seems like it's quite a bit better than the skill up chances. I wish we had those events where they would like. Multiply your chances of Tamadra. Multiply your chances of baby Tamadra. Times two point five baby Tamadras. Please. <laughs> All right. I, th- I think that most people wouldn't really care that much about that event. But um, how I about would... the rest of this Christmas event? Uh, if you run the Christmas dungeon, not at all. Tell me about it. No, you haven't run it at all. Not. Wow. You know that there's a uh, potential present egg drops in the oh. dungeon. Oh. On all levels or just the hardest one? On all levels. Well, I know I'm going to do They are rare, but they do happen. Well, let's hurry up and wrap up this uh, podcast so I can run these dungeons. Okay. Uh, You want to sign off then? All right, guys. See you next time. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So the the Christmas dungeon is... How many... Like, what's your chance of getting a present plus egg or whatever? It's pretty low. I mean, I cleared all the floors on that dungeon and... Even ran a few of the sort of uh, 40 and 45 stamina levels a few times and never saw one. Oh. I saw one last year. Saw two last year, I think, but I didn't get any drops. Mm, okay. Well, I'll run some of these and I'll post back to you. But they gave us a free one. That's pretty cool. Yep. Um, with a free stone. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see. What else is going on in the Christmas event? Santa Hera isn't that interesting, I guess. Um, there's some skill ups for the new REM monsters. Those are also available in the Christmas event. That usually happens, right? When they have those special machines. Yeah. And then tomorrow, aren't we having a surprise visitor? Oh yeah. A descended. Yeah, we're getting Santa descended. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Which is, uh, is pretty interesting. He's got this, um, this, uh, skill that increases the skyfall chances of red and light orbs. Uh, and I think it's a three-turn... Red, light, and green as well? No, no no green. Um, you're thinking of uh, the uh, Paulina in the Christmas Dungeon. Okay. She has this, this skill that she does called Santa Awakening that increases the skyfall of red, light, and green orbs That's for hilarious. 99 terms. What a festive ability. Yeah, it's very festive. And, and now that we have the new animation where all the orbs, like... When it happens, all the orbs drop down your screen. From the sky, yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, uh, it looks it looks extremely festive. 
Um, and Santa, uh, we don't quite know the details on the dungeon yet, um, because I think people have managed to sort of data mine what's going to happen. It seems like uh, Christmas Lube is going to be in the dungeon. Mm. And so you'll have to beat him. And uh, he's he's got some interesting sayings. He's like, <laughs> oh, it's getting hot in here, brother. <laughs> pretty, a pretty weird thing for a monster to say. Um, and then Santa's got some skills. I just saw one in there was like, a 70,000 damage attack mm. called chimney drop. So I'm pretty sure that's what happens when you when you hit him under a certain percentage. That sounds like a wrestling move. Chimney drop? <laughs> and it sounds painful, too. It, it does. That's, that's a long drop. And there's You scrape down the sides the whole way down. Oh! <laughs> All right. Speaking of that, I just saw Krampus, and that's kind of how I'm feeling now. You just say... Santa attacking you. Oh, really? Have you seen Krampus? I have not seen Krampus. It's basically about an evil Santa. Oh. I mean, I've heard of, like, Krampus, like, the sort of mythological fairy tale, but... Oh, my God. What if tomorrow he sh- appears? If he shows up <laughs> Krampus here? descended. Krampus descended instead of Santa <laughs> descended? It's like, you, no matter what you do in the dungeon, he kills you first turn. He puts up like a total immunity to damage shield for one turn and yeah. then does a million damage that can't be stopped. They have those dungeons where like you kill one monster and they come back and like they evolve. Like isn't Zerog one of those? It's going to be like that tomorrow. It's going to be Santa. He's going to die and then like he evolves just into Krampus. Kidding. Krampus is here. Oh man. That would be exciting. Um, we were, I think last podcast, we were hoping for some alt evos to come out. Yeah, they're not here yet. Around Christmas, yeah. We don't have our Miss Angel Samuel. Series 2 alt evos with their all those TPAs. Um, there's still time before soon the end of though. the year. I think it'll come soon enough. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not crying over it like I am the way I am. <laughs> Ten times descendants. And then uh, another interesting thing that we did get that people were hoping for is... They've released Coin Dungeon versions of Descended Dungeons. We've got several of those already. And they released the 5x4 board versions of Descended Dungeons. So the first one has come out. It's mm. Hera Ur Descended. You can do both the easier version and the hard version on 5x4 boards. And there's a chance to get invades of the latent Tamadras that are resist against damage. Oh. Yeah. So people can use these to, instead of buying with monster points, they can farm the damage resist latents. Nice. So in this case, it is fire only. So the hair is fire. Um, I think when they came out in Japan, if you wanted to farm dark latent resist, it was Izanami descended. Five by four. So five by four changes what you're going to do it's a lot harder to start using rainbow match teams. oh i can for sure not do those unless i have a perfect board yeah so shiva dragon turns out to be a really good team for farming these five by fours because now your bo- your row only requires five orbs yeah so it becomes pretty easy uh to use those teams instead and also shiva dragon's active ability helps you against those tamadra invades because the latent Tamadra invades have a preemptive strike of a two-turn skill delay. And so if you have the... Uh, it kind of cancels it out. Well, yeah. If you have the Shiva Dragon that's got like the, the skill delay blocker 
maintenance oh. on it, which I got two for mine. So I would hit that floor, pop Shiva Dragon, and then all my skills are back up again. Nice. It makes it a lot nicer to go through that dungeon. So I haven't really farmed the Fire Latent Resists because I don't know who they'd go on. But I'm assuming they'll just do all the colors in a rotation. And so if I decide that I need the Fire Latent Resists, I can farm them next time they come up. For sure. I did do both levels of the dungeon to clear it. No drops? Get the magic stone. I, I didn't see one of the invades. Seems like it invades about the same rate as like spirituals. Oh, okay. Well, that seems like that might be all of our North American news. You got anything you wanted to mention? No, but I think we can move on to JP. And so we got some JP news. Um, what is this? Co- co-op mode? Yeah. So uh, I wrote down that they, we just had a new patch in Japan. Uh, and then co-op mode has sort of gone legit. Ooh, tell me more. Um, co-op mode, they had this uh, in sort of beta previously where, you know, you could enter a dungeon with a friend. And my understanding is that, you know, you each have your own set of subs, but you are each other's friend leaders. Oh, wow. So... Um, I, at first, I was confused. I was watching videos of people do this. And I'm like, well, why are they always using the same team? Like, why is this person using a Bastet team and this person also using a Bastet team? Why don't they just one person do Bastet and one person do Awoken Yomi or something like that? And uh, and then I finally figured out that they were each other's friends. So, um, yeah, you have to have basically the same team. And... It's, it seems pretty interesting, and they were doing really hard dungeons because your your HP adds. So you most most teams you see in these co-op mode dungeons are going to have around, I don't know, like 45,000, 50,000 HP. Mm. But the monsters in them hit really hard, and they had some really hard stuff. And now what they've done is they've given you an all-the-time available co-op mode screen that you can go into and there's a bunch of dungeons in there and there are certain descended dungeons that are available all the time those special descendants where you rank up throughout the dungeon yeah you can do them all the time now when you play these do you pay the same amount of stamina or does one person pay or is it a shared so split i'm not quite sure how it works when you're actually doing a co-op i think one person pays the stamina they go in with someone else work together and then maybe only that one person gets drops or both person get drops not totally sure because i haven't done it i haven't run any dungeons in co-op mode but there's some levels of it you can enter by yourself with just one team and you know you can use you know there's sort of like a a version of zerag infinity where you can enter for 40 stamina Okay. And you just try to beat it by yourself. And but it's available all the time, which makes it pretty interesting for people that are, you know, trying to skill up with Zerog Infinity. Mm-hmm. Zerog Infinity actually gives amazing experience per stamina as a dungeon. So it's better than King of the Gods. So some people are like just if they have a team that can beat that, they're just like running that dungeon all the time and ranking up repeatedly. So it's it's pretty cool. That sounds pretty badass. Yeah. So it's a very interesting uh, overall. When do you think we'll get that? If we do, no it. idea. We didn't even get the beta version of the co-op dungeon. We haven't gotten 10x descendants. 
uh, you know, it's really hard to predict when we're going to get this stuff. We seem to get dungeons way slower than we get, like, evos of monsters. That's true. I'm still waiting for Famiel's skill-up dungeon. Yeah. It doesn't exist yet. Yeah, it, I actually did see it in JP, though. Yeah, it was yeah. finally there. So it was finally out in JP. Another interesting skill-up that's coming out in Japan, uh, they have this prehistoric dragon series. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be skill-up monsters for some awoken gods. So like Sakuya? Really um, Sakuya already has one, man. Um, Spirituals, right? I want something easier, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. We all do. <laughs> but I saw a skill-up monster for Awoken Minerva. Ooh, good I thing saw... mine's hypermaxed. Yeah, I know. It's just so easy to skill her up with two flampies, you know, max skill. Uh, but they also have skill-up monster. They have one for Belial, which is pretty cool because we haven't had an NA skill-up, and it looks like... These, these dungeons, they're called prehistoric dragon dungeons. It looks like they will come to NA. They're not co-ops or uh, collab collaborations that won't make it here. Yeah, co-op on the brain. <laughs> um, and so, like, I think I saw a skill up for uh, Awoken Yomi. Heyo. Yeah. So pretty interesting to see that they're going to make skill ups for some of those Awokens. Soon enough. And some of them have pretty powerful skills, and so those monsters themselves might be interesting farmables subs. for yeah farmable subs for certain certain people who don't have someone that does that thing for them. Yeah, that's pretty cool for the low cost player. Yeah, I don't know if there's any more interesting stuff coming out in JP. There were a bunch of buffs that came out of like some HP buffs. Who got um, buffed? Uh, like. A Awoken Isis got a buff, and uh, some people were like that made some noise in the uh, the Rod Dragon community because it changed what sort of uh, latency you had to have on your team to have the sort of optimal build. Oh, so they were upset about it? No, they were very happy. Okay, yeah, because they didn't have to. That having that little bit more HP made it so that you didn't like, you know, because uh, a Rod Dragon team that is perfect for. Uh, ultimate arena has certain sets of resists like you have like this many dark resists which reduces the preemptive strike from Hera uh, Divine Queen Hera down to like a, the right amount that your team can tank the hit if you have Isis's 15% uh. damage shield up so with her increase in HP it was like enough that it made Just a difference enough. and uh, people were talking about like you don't need as many HP latents latent you can switch them to the skill delay latent abilities so that if you get skill delayed you can pop rod dragon and use that two turn haste to get you back up so that's pretty awesome for those late game raw yeah pretty awesome uh yeah a bunch of monsters got little buffs here and there and a lot of the sort of older awokens the um the awoken uh greco-roman gods minerva hades venus I think Venus, yeah. I think they all got, like, some stat buffs. Great. So, pretty interesting. And uh, tomorrow, on Christmas Day, um, which I I don't know actually when this is starting, but on Christmas Day in Japan, they're doing a stream, and they're going to be uh, announcing a bunch of buffs and new alt evos. <gasps> they're going to be doing it live. Maybe, fun. Yeah, I don't know when they're going to do it, though. 
but uh, maybe we should try to like put together a little viewing party and we can try and guess what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> we can hire a translator. Well, you know what we should do is sometime we should we should record a video of us watching one of those, and uh, we'll just make up what they're saying. Well, Mystery Science oh, Theater like three thousand. That'd be great. Live Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, they have like those reaction videos. We can do that. <laughs> We're right. gonna look like doofuses though. Yeah, we always do. I think. Go. <laughs> All right. All right let's uh, I think we're on. out of JP news. Do you have anything else you want to say? No, nah, man. I don't have a JP account, so that's all you. Well, I mean, the JP news isn't really from my account. It's more about uh, just the news. You, you know, read. stuff that comes out. Oh, you know, I did have one more thing I wanted to mention briefly. Is uh, the game eight tier list got updated? Ooh. Um, so a couple of the new altivos that got announced snuck into the list. Um, as we were discussing on a previous podcast. The SS tier is still just Raw Dragon and Yomi Dragon. Who snuck in? Uh, and the S tier list is, you know, still Shiva Dragon, Neptune Dragon, Awoken Ra, Awoken Sakuya, and Awoken Anubis. And then we have the A plus list, which what we see sneaking in is we see... Aduna Duna? The Aduna Duna Ryune was already in there. Okay. Yeah, that pair. But we see Blonia with her new Altivo has snuck in there. Uh, Awoken Lakshmi is on there. Awoken Parvati. Both of them got buffs recently. Making it easier to activate their leader skill and making their leader skill a little bit more powerful. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Um, We have Awoken Astaroth, who just came out, who's kind of an interesting, uh, almost like Rao. She's got a 1.5 times attack and HP four devils and healers and she's got like three green rows so she's got some really interesting um things that you can do you can have her just have this enormous hp you know cushion so you can just take a ton of damage um i know some people are running uh rao i'm more interested in rao because i have him yeah um and i have his you know alt evo that's out now Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Astaroth, I have, but it's going to be a while before she comes out. Um, you know, you can you can do like Scarlet or Hera Rush and tank huge hits from Divine Queen Hera, and you're like, yeah, whatever. That was like, you know, maybe that was half my HP bar, but it's didn't kill me. You did 31k damage, but I'm still alive, nice. and now you're going to die. You know, things like that. So Astaroth is pretty interesting, uh, and then it doesn't look like there's any. Other changes aside from those anyone, three that's anyone stuck in leave there. Leave the list. Did, uh, juggler is off the list. Oh um, no! So that's an interesting thing to see. Is that we you know we have a monster that has to match two sets of hearts to get a forty nine times attack. Um, that forty nine times attack is now not good enough to get you on this list. Wow! If you don't. If you don't also have an HP boost or uh, a recovery boost of some kind, if you don't have a stat boost, 49 times attack Won't isn't going to cut it. it. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty interesting, I think. Any other subs moving up on the list from the buffs? Uh, you know, I didn't I didn't look into the subs as much, but we can kind of take a peek. We see how or, uh, the Christmas Collie showing up on the S-tier subs. Like, basically... All versions of Kali show up on the S-tier sub-list. Um, Okuninushi is on that S-tier sub-list. Um, 
and then Christmas Lube with his triple TPA and double orb change shows up on the A plus sub list. Yeah, bro. Uh, and I, I don't see too much else that's different. Uh, the new Godfest exclusives in Japan are showing up as prime subs as well. Uh, there's um, Ashale, I think her name is, or Ashal, mm-hmm. um, is a dark one. Uh, she increases the skyfall chance of dark orbs for four turns nice. uh, and and also does an orb change along with it. And that's a, a pretty powerful active. And people have been doing, have been like speed running Ultimate Arena with Ashale and Yomi Dragon because you just have this constant flow of you can dark just orbs. Haste that ability again, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of haste involved in that team. You just, you know, you pop the ability, you few Yomi Dragon and you're actives, back, back up and again. then the people are usually running with two. So you pop that ability, you got four turns extra Dark Orbs, throw in a couple of Yomi Dragon actives, and then by the time that extra Skyfall of Dark Orbs is over, you're ready to pop you the next one. You just continue the Dark Rain. And you just, just rain Dark Orbs consistently. So... Uh, a lot of these monsters, uh, the monsters that have haste, really show up strongly in the the sub lists. So people are haste is turning out to be sort of a really sort of powerful thing to have at your at your fingertips there. And I need a, a haste added to some one of my Umiyami team. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know who's that. Who's that going to be? I don't know. No idea. Anybody? All right. Maybe Famiel. Maybe just Umiyami. Umiyami haste. Yeah, I want him to have him back relevant again. All right. right. Um, Let's talk about our strategies of the week. Well, so we want to have a a mechanic that we're going to talk about. Um, And what we want to talk about as a mechanic is Skyfall Increase. Oh, for sure. Um, And this is sort of inspired by Paulina's uh, (laughs) Santa Awakening or Santa Rising, whatever she has, where she increases the Skyfall, red, green, and light orbs for 99 turns now we see this skyfall usually the first time we end up seeing it is when we encounter someone doing it in a dungeon oh yeah so this has been one of my problems is the skyfall for uh, challenge dungeon number 10 yeah who's doing skyfall to you hera Ur, i think yeah the alt evo of hera Ur, dancing She's, queen she does uh skyfalls of fire which i usually don't have a problem with because my umiyami team We'll just change fire into water. Yeah. But she also skyfalls jammers. Yeah. So it's raining fire and jammers. Yeah, so, you know, I think her Ur is one of the first times a lot of people encounter it. There's one other time I can think of when it gets encountered. Those uh, two dragons, Bezul. Yeah. And... So Bezul is the one. I he... l- love him. You love him, yeah, because your Umiyami team is like, why, yes. <laughs> Ten turns of extra blue orbs, thank you. <laughs> I actually feel similarly running my red teams, and I'm like, oh, 10 turns, you know, 99 turns of extra red orbs. Don't mind if we do. Don't mind if we do. My only trouble with that is that uh, for some reason, I just, I don't get jammers. So I don't see them the same way I see other orbs. And it's like, you know, if you're running a, a team where you Like have you, to, like, can't combo them. I don't combo them very well at all. Because you just ignore them. They're like a black hole. And I'm like, if I could just combo jammers like I combo regular orbs, it'd be no problem. And it's these dungeons where I have to hit a certain number of combos. 
See, you know, or my my you know my team hits like max damage if I hit at least six combos, like a Woken Shiva. Yeah, and yeah, those combos of jammers count for my combo. They count. do, but like the jammers just like disappear from my mind, and I'm like comboing around them. And I what never... do you think is that the artwork, or what do you think I about think, it? I think it's a little bit to do with the art, but I don't know. I'm just it's just a mental block that I have. I'm jammed both. Maybe you just like them so much that you want to keep them around. No, <laughs> they do look kind of cute. Like the they, yeah, sprites. they have a little face, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we definitely run into that. So, so tell me, how do we combat this? Unless you're getting a Bezul for your team, or getting a a color specific one for your team, how do you combat these turns where you're getting stuff you don't need? Well. I think that the main thing is that you just have to continue to combo well. Mm. Um, and you also need to have some orb changers that are going to be able to deal with it. Um, so if you've got a full board convert, you know, if you're running a team, like let's say you're running an Awoken Sukuya team, if you get too jammed up, you're just going to have, have to pop an El Kali active. Yeah. Um, sometimes I will try to stall out one of these things. If it seems like it's going to be a really pro- really big problem, if I find like kind of a safe place, I'll just try to clear those jammers and and maybe stall out in a you know against someone who's not really doing a threatening level of damage to me until the timer has run out on that. Um, but you know if you're doing challenge dungeon level ten, you don't have much time to stall. You don't have much time. It, it's helpful to have a board changer, but you also may just need to deal with it try to just keep clearing those orbs each turn and the one advantage it does give you is you get an increased chance of skyfall combos which can increase your attack so you know this is sort of a double-edged sword when these monsters put it out there it could help you could hurt you definitely and we also talked about um that godfest exclusive that increases the skyfall of orbs for your team and that can be really powerful and you see uh, subs like Vishnu. Vishnu is super powerful as a Bastet sub because you can create, you know, you get these extra green orbs and you need the green orbs to really fuel your attack. Mm-hmm. And you just, you get them every turn. As long as you're clearing your board really well, you just, you you almost never get orb trolled if you have that active ability up. So what happens if you use that active and you get someone else, like an opposing monster who increases the chance? Do you just get... Sometimes they stack, and other times you can replace it. Oh, that'd be so sweet. Yeah. But I, I'm not exactly sure how that mechanic works out. I haven't had too many Skyfalling creatures on my team. Mm-hmm. I haven't had them going through enough dungeons to know when it replaces and when it doesn't. And I've seen occasionally where it'll like just add on underneath, and you're like, oh, you know, I still have... 87 turns of red orbs and 87 turns of jammers and i got three turns of green you know like it might just add on underneath sometimes it replaces okay so uh i'm not not totally confident on that i could describe exactly when each mechanic does what i would hope it replaces them yeah it'd be nice or just takes some of them and replaces them yeah so it's definitely a powerful active um you know, I've been looking at some team builds lately that where people run two orb orb skyfall enhancers just to make sure that they always have the number of orbs they need to activate their leader skill to the fullest. So two Eshals, 
or a chalet on a Yomi Dragon team, or I saw a build on Game 8 for a Kite team that had two Zerag Infinities. There's also a monster for Lakshmi now that helps uh, rain some water orbs. Yeah, the the, the uh, Indian Series 2 gods. Sarasvati. Yeah, Sarasvati. Okay, yeah. Um, but that's like Krishna, Vishnu. Uh, they have that increased Skyfall chance of those red, green, and blue orbs. Zerag Infinity does increase dark orbs. There's even uh, one of the monsters that came out in the uh, Fist of the North Star collab has increased Skyfall of Heart orbs. Mm. Pretty interesting. So, Skyfall increase can be a powerful tool against against you, but used by monsters. To your powerful, advantage. Powerful combo. to your advantage. So, you know, the one of the things that like a Zerog Infinity team counts on is that, you know, you have just a... Even if, if you can make three matches of Dark Orbs, the chances that you're going to get another Dark Skyfall are really good. Yeah. If you're, if you're like, kind of clearing the board pretty well. So... You know, you have that chance to hit that extra multiplier and boost you into that next level of attack. Yeah, I breeze suit when Basil's around. Like, he just gives me Skyfall and Skyfall and Skyfall. Yeah, you mean it's just like get to that floor of the dungeon, then after that you're just like, I crush you, I crush you, I crush you, and you're probably done with the dungeon by the time his extra Skyfall runs out. For sure. Or by then I'll have boosting actives where I don't need the water Skyfalls. Yeah. And we usually see him in uh, Dragon Rush. Which is why that was one of the first big dungeons I cleared. Oh, yeah, that's right. That makes sense. <laughs> All, right, All right. Should we move on? Yeah, I think we're done with that. Um, Let's there's talk about... a lot of interesting stuff in there. How about we talk about a leader this week? And I'm really excited about this one because she's my homegirl, my new homegirl. Yeah, so she's uh, Awoken Sakuya, huh? Yeah. And she's on that uh, tier list. She's one of the five S-tier leaders out there. Which means that she can do a Who's lot not of stuff. a monster point dragon. Mm-hmm. Exciting. So, Kevin. I had a question. Someone asked me How this. does Awoken Sakuya make you feel? <laughs> That's a callback to the last podcast. She makes me feel so good. Does she? Yes. Are you Are you able to hit really hard with um, Awoken Sakuya? I'm still working on it. I can't always hit the 10, or actually, I rarely ever do. Um, I'm still learning, like. My old team is also a rainbow match team, but I don't always hit 10. Um, yeah, she makes me feel excited for the future, mm-hmm. but also nervous for the amount of work I have to put into to get those combos. Yeah. So uh, what kind of team are you running with Awoken Security right now? So I'm pretty excited because I didn't know, but I have a pretty badass Awoken Sakuya team already. Like my, some of my monsters in my box just happened to match up with her. Like so who? So I have two Alkalis, which I heard are staples on, on her on the team. On yeah, like making sure you have all the right colors is pretty helpful. And then I got me a Chibi Valk, who turns hearts into light. Wow! And then I happen to have a Sunchuan, who I know isn't super OP, but he's still pretty good considering that my team is all healers, and provides me the, the yeah. Blue he's and got green that delay. Attribute. Well, you have the green with the Chibi Valk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you actually, with El Kali, Chibi Valk, and Sakuya, you have all your four colors covered. That, that gives me um, a lot of flexibility. And so you have flexibility in that last spot. 
I've heard, having a delay slash burst in there isn't too bad. I've heard uh, Awoken Venus can also be pretty good on a um, Awoken Security team. I haven't really looked too much into it, but I got that as a backup. Awoken Venus would be pretty interesting. Um, Give me some time to make that combo happen. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think there's a, there's a few different ways. Awoken Suki is a pretty flexible leader. Um, and one of the things that you definitely do want is as much time as you can. Mm. As many of the little fingers. Those little time extend fingers. As many time extend fingers as possible. Um, and that's why you know a lot of people want to fill in their green slot with Awoken Yomi. Oh, yeah. Because she has the three fingers. <laughs> so you're you're looking at, you know, like if you put a Woken Yomi in there with two Elkali's, two Woken Sakuyas, you're looking at having that's seven like, time extends. That's like a half hour of puzzling. Yeah, it's, it's a lot <laughs> it's a of lot, time. Right? Yeah. So you have enough time to get those combos in. Yeah, and that's the kind of important thing. And then I think in addition to that is uh, getting good at Cascades. Oh, yeah. Because that's what you... That's how we should talk about that in a future episode. I think it's it's a little hard to talk about. Yeah, but I mean, do you stack like two on top and hope for a third to fall, or uh, you know, usually the the way you would do it is just try and set it up so that your board doesn't stop. Like it, it basically has a bunch of stopping points and then combos again, Mm. and then so the more times your board stops. And then falls and stops and falls. The more chance you have for skyfall combos. For like a match. Okay. So that's great. You know, if you can set your board up to match those four colors and have seven combos, that's great. But if all those combos go at once, your board just falls down and stops. Right. Then you know you have a chance to hit eight, maybe nine, maybe ten. Could get lucky. But if your board, you know has four or five combos go off the board and then it falls in and two more go and then it falls and then a third go and you planned all of that then the those all each time the board stops is a chance for more combos and then it re it like shifts again so that you increase your chances for skyfall combos it doesn't guarantee anything but it increases your chances maybe we can do like a video of this so we can now there's videos out there yeah I mean, we, there's not a Padbro exclusive. Oh, okay, idea. we can try to make a Padbro <laughs> exclusive. I don't know if we're good enough for that, but we'll see. But in any case, the idea is is that the more disruption of your board there is, the better chance there is for co- combos. And with you know Awoken Sukuya, as long as you hit your four colors, you're guaranteed a 25 times attack, which is pretty good. But the more and you then do. you know you're just you like you watch those extra combos fall, and that number just goes up higher and higher. Up to 100, no? 64, 81, 100 times attack. Oh, man. That's the thing I love about this Awoken Sakura team, for going back to how I feel. It just feels so exciting when you see those numbers run higher and higher. Yeah, that, you know, even just getting up to that 81 times attack number, you're like, Now I know yeah. how all these Anubis players feel. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's talk about um, well, I subs. A, oh, I have a question right. for you about Awoken sure. Sakura. Because someone brought this up to me. Um why is Awoken Sakuya better than the ultimate, ultimate uh, yellow and green Sakuya? Well, obviously because of the artwork, but what else? <laughs> uh, well, she's better in many ways. Um, her active ability change is awesome with the bind clear on an unbindable monster. Yeah, you um, two of those. Yeah, it's super huge. And then, you know, if you take her into uh, Ultimate Arena... That those two gravities, if you have them up against Kali, 
Oh, you can take up. You 40. can just go boom, boom, get her all the way down to the point where you don't have to worry about that gigantic hit. You don't have to hit twenty-one million damage because you just gravity her right down to where you need to go. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, you unbindable, bind clearer. Uh, those things are both super important. And then the ability to like get up to that hundred times attack yeah, is much more potential for. Yes, heavy hits. it's way better. Way yeah, better. I don't think I don't think anyone's gonna keep running the, the light green one. light green if they can possibly switch over. Yeah, switch over now, folks. Yeah. All right. So, so we talked like uh, subs that are really nice that you could get from the REM machine for her. We already mentioned El Kali, Chibi Valk. Chibi Valk. Uh, there's also Awoken Yomi we mentioned. Uh, Which if I you're, still don't have. If you're looking for a damage reducer, someone like Indra. Indra's um, nice on that. With the new Indra, there's a time extend on him, I believe. Uh, That makes it pretty nice. Mm -hmm. Um, You get three turns of 75%? And yeah, it's three turns of 75% damage reduction. That can help you tank those big hits um, in Ultimate Arena or some of the challenge dungeon level 10s. Uh, Like even even the one route we have going on currently, you probably have enough HP to tank it if you're at full. Uh, there's a preemptive strike of 22k, mm-hmm. but you know 22k is no joke. Yeah, it's a decent sized strike. And then uh, you know those are all some pretty good subs on there. People also are going dark focus. Wait, what? So like putting dark subs on your team. Wait, tell me how this works because so you can have the subtypes. So you do double awoken Sukuya. Okay. And then in between the two Awoken Sukuyas, you have dark monsters that fill in the red and green subtypes. So we have Awoken Yomi. Awoken Yomi's good in there. Uh, dark Izanami would give you red, or Dark Kali would give you red. Oh, um, and then you can start to go with other monsters that um, allow you to hit hard in dark in addition to your light. So you go dark and light... And, uh, you know, it gives you some real flexibility. Wow, that's amazing. In the dungeon. So, I don't know. I know I don't, I haven't looked too much into it. I would never think of using that team in that way, but that's really interesting. It is very interesting. It's very interesting. But, uh, yeah, I actually have been sort of playing with it on my JP account, but I'm still playing. And yeah. I don't want to make any conclusions based on what I've tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are some farmable subs? What are subs we can get for some interesting farmable subs? And and you know, so we discovered this online. One that's really popular is Elia, that farmable oh, monster. So sweet. She's really sweet. She is also hard to get a chore to skill up. Like if you really want to max skill her and get her down to seven, you have to get a ten ten skill ups. Does she skill up herself? Yeah, she's the only only skill up for her is her. So you got to try and get invades during an event, get the skill up chances. Uh, you need ten skill ups. She is, but her skill is great. Seven turns, light dark orbs to light orbs. So for an awoken Sakuya, yeah, it's a you know quick she's getting rid of the color you don't need and making more of your attack color. And she's double two prong, and she has haste Ooh, that with haste. her active ability. So seven turns, haste, and an orb change, double two prong. In seven turns? You can't get much better than that. 
Yeah. So she was really cool. If you're tr- working on your Elia, trying to get her skilled up, maybe you got two skill ups and she takes 15 turns to do it and you're like, ah, this is still not helpful to me. One day. Um, one day she'll be good. Um, Versh, the, uh, the alt evo version of the light mystic knight, um, he also does dark to light and he gets to a five turn cooldown. Nice. Now, no haste, but, you know, five turns, pretty, still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Light Valkyrie. Yes, for those who version. don't have the Chibi Valk. If you don't have the Chibi... Light Valk light, is a good silver medal. Light Valk, light Valk works, yeah. Um, I do prefer the artwork of regular Valk than Chibi. Yeah. She looks more badass. Yeah. And then um, Light Izanami is a farmable damage reducer. Would you call that Liza? Uh, no, I wouldn't call it Liza. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe somebody does. And then Echidna... Um, for that menace, yeah. To for that delay. Now, you know, Kidna needs some cool ultimate Evo because she's been pretty badass for a lot of teams. She does have an ultimate Evo, but she's yeah, it's it's not super cool. But the you know the Christmas versions of uh, I pulled one of those. You did, which Lilith. you got Lilith. Yeah, she has also has menace. She's pretty interesting. I just saw her like sub into a uh, Awoken Haku team. And uh, do Challenge Dungeon level 10 with the Woken Haku using uh, Lilith as the delay. Nice. It's very cool. Okay, now I don't feel so bad about having that. Yeah. Because I realize Akina's already really good uh, situationally, but now I have someone with decent awakenings with that. So it makes me feel pretty good about that pull. All right. Well, I think that we can leave Awoken Sukuya behind us and... uh, See we'll come girl. back to her in the future when you have uh, when stories I'm... to report of dungeon domination. <laughs> when she's all grown up and awoken. Yeah. Uh, shall we move on to the cute corner? Ooh, yes. <laughs> all right. What things? So I have six picks. You have six picks? Can we do mine first before we get into all yes. six of yours? Well, mine are like similar, so you can go ahead. Okay, okay. Um, my pick is uh, the Altivo version of Belial. Now, Belial got an... Spell me that. Uh, what's the number? Uh, 1257 is okay. his number. Um, and Belial got this uh, super alt Evo recently in Japan, but it's not out here yet. And I had a Belial, and so I did the alt Evo, and I took a look at him. And I hadn't done the alt Evo yet because there's no skill up monster for him, so it would cost me like 10 flampies to max skill him. <laughs> so I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. He's going to wait a bit. But so I did the skill up, and... I freaking love this art mostly because now I think you're looking at the the super alt evo right there. Check out he's he's got a he's in a chariot. He's a got flaming a horse. horse. He's got a flaming horse and the horse has got a, a mane of fire and onto it is hanging a little pyro demon who's hanging he's on like, He's like flying along. Master, behind. we're going too fast. <laughs> and for some reason I just love all of these artworks. That have like a little version of one of the other monsters there's in a, it. Yeah, there's a great storyline to this this image. I don't know what it is. I mean, he's a he's a demon lord, I guess. And he has a sidekick and a freaking cool ass horse. Yeah, I'm surprised that the phoenix is not a even material because he has the wings back there. He does have the wings back there. I don't know. Maybe it's like he's just got like demon wings or something. I don't know. I, I like this one. I'm pretty psyched. I like all the ones where there's just like that little version like 
I almost chose for this week um, the version of Kuchu, like the Ultivo version of Kuchu, because he's got okay. he's got like King Flamey next to him. Like he, well, he evolved gonna... to be green red, and King Flamey's like oh, he's got a wolf and King Flamey, and they're both charging along. Like he's the wolf was like running along beside him, and King Flamey is just sort of randomly flying through the air with this like mean look on his face. Well, I think you're gonna love my pick then. Okay, so my pick has a bunch of these mini guys. All right, I I think that's enough about Belly Olive. Let's move on. What do you got for us? So, I really love the the Predras. I know we talked about this, but <laughs> the water fire and whatever Predras, I think they're so adorable. All right, I have to check them out. I know the like the regular Predra, which is like this little cute dragon that's climbing out of a bag of monster points. And then there's the Grand Predra, which is like a little cute dragon. Yeah, those are great. But I love climbing the, out of a chest of monster points. The elemental ones, are, I think, are where it's at. The ones that you can—they were drops in the previous um, Zeus Vulcan dungeon. All right, I'm gonna look at the Fire Predra. And, and what is going on in this thing? It's like guarding this orb filled with God knows, and then they have like this digital shield or whatever. What's in the orb? It looks like some sort of... Oh my god, and they all have different expressions. The wood <laughs> one is sleeping, and the light one is sticking its tongue out at you. They're just so adorable. I just no, want to collect them all as pets. The, the dark one is mean. Ooh. All right. The light I... one's kind of silly. Got the tongue out. All right, I'm in. You're in? I'm with you. They're super cute. I almost feel bad that I sold the one that dropped for me. See, I didn't sell my... Even though it's monster (laughs) points, I kept it because it's so adorable. Okay. But my other pick, which I just... You have another pick? Those are my five. I have one more. Oh, okay. Which is... I didn't realize you legitimately meant six. Look at number 2524. All right, 2524. What am I expecting to see here? Let's hear those sleigh bells wriggling. Ding, ding, a ling, a ding, do. We have Holy Night Messenger Santa Claus. <laughs> Holy Night Messenger Santa Claus. All right, well, I'm in already. We have some he's cameos. Got, King, he's got, he's got shiny? big shiny next to him. Yep. I've, and I've never seen a present egg in, a, in artwork to the bottom left. Oh, yeah. And then what's next to the present egg? There's like a little mean green-eyed cat with a Santa hat on looking out from behind this reindeer dragon that he's riding. <laughs> and how about him just like... Making it rain magic stones. Yeah, it's just, just throwing like three in the air. Santa Claus making it rain. <laughs> so I wish that somehow that was his skill. You just <laughs> like, get magic stones, kind of. Just like, oh, like, uh, yeah, like. Uh, so, like a Ganesha for magic stones. A Ganesha like, for magic stones. Like, for every dungeon you beat with this monster as your leader, you'll get another magic stone. <laughs> doubles magic stones for dungeons. Yeah, that's awesome. Dear Gung Ho, my Christmas list is to make this happen. He actually has kind of an insane leader skill. Did you check that out? Uh, let's see. It's two and a half times HP and five times attack. So if you do, oh my god! If you do double Santas, but have all three of those snow globe dragons on your team, your team has six and a quarter times HP and twenty five times attack. And you know, I've I've always wanted to have a snow globe dragon team. Like that's been my dream since way back when. I used to have just a team, not because I wanted to fight with them, but just because I like to have them all in one little display. Well, we'll have to, maybe we can do a video of you doing something hard <laughs> with, with Santa double team. Santa <laughs> snow globe dragon team. Okay, but that's my, that's my other pick. I think it's a, a nice novelty pick. 
It, it it certainly is. I don't know how you snuck in two picks. Actually, six picks, but that's, <laughs> that's all right. Um, let's move on to... Tip of the week. Wow, let's talk about some present eggs. Yeah, you didn't get vulgar on us this time. What? It's yeah. a holiday. Every huh? single time we've done tip of the week, you have uh, something to throw in there. But... Uh, that's fine. We can we can not do it this time. It's just too hard. Oh my hard. god, Kevin, you got past a cute corner without involving boobs. <laughs> Great, and you had to bring it back. <laughs> but I didn't notice at first. No, Santa still has boobs. Santa has boobs? He does from those milk and cookies. Oh, that's true. Got Santa's man boobs. Moobs as we call pa- them. Power, powerful man boobs. <laughs> All right. Uh, so our tip of the week is uh, going to keep with the Christmas theme, and we're going to talk about Present eggs. eggs and snow globe dragons. Um, so present eggs, we just got a free one. I uh, love it. Well, not not a hundred percent free, but thirty stamina. Yeah, thirty stamina for a present egg slash snow globe dragon and a magic stone sounds like free to me. Sounds delicious. Yeah, and other places you can get them if you have a friend play and they give you their special gift. They could give you your gift. You might end up with one of those, or you might end up with one of the beans. Which I know wrong? that uh, when they did the present egg reset, Diana was very upset when she got or the present like the present machine, like the friend present yeah. machine. When they reset that, Diana was very upset when she got present eggs because oh. she only wanted beans. Oh, to live in a world where like I don't need millions of experience. <laughs> I want a cute thing. No, the cute things mattered way more. <laughs> but um, also, you get snow globe dragons for beating challenge dungeon levels. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a dark one for this. This current. yeah, this one is a dark one, which is nice. I haven't had a dark one in a while, but uh, the snow globe dragons themselves are early on. They're relatively nice monsters to have. Oh yeah, and you can use them to make like kind of tanky teams because they have, like two times HP, two times recovery for that color. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good, and they have like a little mini nuke that comes comes max skilled, so it's pretty cool. Um, so they're not bad monsters, not at all. And, uh, and that, but the, they got that eventual buff that was so good. They went from like being 1.5 million experience when you fed them on color yeah, to going to being 3 million experience if you feed them to your color. So that's kind of my story with my first Kali is I fed a light one and got that great and you were like, just went from you know level five to it's max like in one move. Yeah, it was it was a pretty sweet. What do? So Diana's showing us. Diana's showing off her bean team. <laughs> That's How her adorable. her S ranking team with Verdandi and two Bracky beans. We need to have a cute specific dungeon gung ho where we can only use super cute monsters. <laughs> I don't know how they would filter that though. Uh, like, you you had to S rank it, but you you were C ranking it. You were getting a cute score for that dungeon. <laughs> those those kinds of facial expressions, as wonderful as they are for us, don't really play on the podcast. <laughs> you guys got that right. I'm just just kidding. I did a peace sign. All right, so I will even go as far as to feed snow globe dragons off color. Oh my god, off um, color? Yeah. What a waste, though. Not necessarily. I mean, like, 2 million experience, like, uh, it's relatively easy and, and coin efficient to, like, take fodder and feed something up to, like, you know, 
level 60 something. And then if you have a snow globe dragon and you feed it for 2 million experience, you know, A, there's that chance you might get a great and it might go all the way up to max level. Yep. But even if you don't, you're probably going to go from level 55, 60 up to level 90. Mm-hmm. Where, where and at that point, the stat gain is not so much that it matters anymore. So you're you're looking at getting your monster almost up to its max stats in one move. Okay. And if you've got extra snow globe dragons sitting around, which... like myself, who has very few green monsters, and I have like six green snow globe dragons. Exactly. I mean, if you're that if are you're going nowhere, if you're looking at you know monsters that you're like, I want to use this monster and I want to use it soon, you can you know throw in throw in one of those green snow globe dragons. I think I might now that I realize. I'm never going to use all six of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, you, at some point you have to sort of focus on one team to make that team super effective. True. And, you know... If, I don't think I'm going to have a green team anytime soon. Well, like, I, that's what was, that was me with blue. Like, now I have this kind of interesting blue team that I kind of want to try. And like I said, I still need those... I still need, like, 30 more Tamadras for that team. <laughs> but, you know, like, eventually I'll try it. But it's not going to get a lot of plus eggs or attention. And and I don't I don't need to, like, try and level up a ton of blue subs. So if I've got a blue snow globe dragon... If I've got, like, three blue snow globe dragons, I'll feed one of them to somebody red. Yeah. Mm, yeah. For sure. The interesting thing about the present egg dungeon that's out now... I don't know if anyone will hear this in time for it to matter. But each color of present egg... Like so, the present eggs all look the same, and then you evolve them to the different color snow globe dragons. Um, each one has a different phrase that it says. Oh, so you can and you can look it up. So you can enter the dungeon and look at it and see what it says. So what does like a red one say? Uh, it's red time. I, no, they all have something different. Like it's going to be a white Christmas, is what the white one says. Oh, that's so and, funny. And uh, it's been a it's been a very merry year, is something. I think the blue one says something like that. But so, so if you need one, you have the stamina. I mean, if it, if you're early game and you're like, I have this monster. It's my main leader. It's been stuck at level, you know, sixty because it's so hard for me to level it up, and I'm only rank like fifty or sixty yeah, or something. Not enough pingdras. Yeah, just you know. Get that, get that snow globe dragon in the right color. You know, spend, you know, spend four hours worth of stamina and make sure you get the right one. And that's gonna that stamina, the gain that you're getting from that is so much more than you could have gotten from that amount of stamina, anyways. True, very true. Yeah. So that's, that's a good tip to know. Yeah. You didn't know, huh? You're just like I, I didn't get I what just, color I get. At this point, I'm just like stamina, stamina. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get whatever I got. Yeah, I'm, I've, I've, I have plenty of. Each of them. Now. I'm kind of the same. I know that uh, you know occasionally, you know when when it was harder for me to get spirit jewels, you that gift of the holy beast. You're like you'd run it a quit, few times. Quit. Start again. Quit. Start again. Oh, I the... need a red one. And I, I, you know, at one point I needed a red one. I think I ran it ten times. Back when I was, you did like a whole week. Back when I was desperate for one. Yeah, you did like a whole week of like enter and quit, enter and quit oh, until. That was not pretty. Now I just get what I get, and this time I got a red snow globe dragon, so I'm pretty excited about it All for right. my red team. Cool. All right, so we'll move on there from there. Uh, we finally have a uh, a question. Ooh. Uh, so this is our question for the week. Is it uh, from the Blind Bandit? It is from the Blind Bandit. Um, <laughs> Shout out to the Blind Blind Blind. 
tongue twister. <laughs> Shout out to somebody. And or as I call him, Pew Pew. <laughs> okay. That's his nickname. All right. Uh, so he asked about trying to get past the absorb that Sopdet does. She Ooh, does a more than 200k. More than if you hit for more than if one of your monsters hits for more than 200k damage, she heals herself with that. So this is tough to get past, especially since Mr. Blind Bandit has an Anubis team. He's been trying to run an Anubis team. That sounds really hard to get past. Um I have some suggestions though. Uh, specific to Anubis team or just in general? Well, specific to Anubis, uh, part of the advantage of Anubis is that uh, if you use a skill, he gets two times attack. So Don't use a skill. No. With Anubis, like how it's really difficult to be like, oh, I'm going to do nine combos, but not ten. Because <laughs> if you do nine combos, he does 16 times attack. And I think that's enough to sort of not hit over that threshold mm-hmm. as long as you're not doing like TPAs or anything like that. It's the one time when you, you pray for no skyfall. So what you would want to do is if you're really trying to get past that with a Nubis team and you think you can actually make a Nubis work would be to do a huge attack with a bunch of dark orbs but not get anywhere near nine combos. Oh. But use a skill. So you get four times attack from that. Nice, okay. And Sopjet doesn't have a ton of HP, so if you can do that, if you can, like, generate a bunch of Dark Orbs and, uh, you know, make maybe make rows or, you know, big, do big blobs of Dark Orbs so that the attack from each combo is very high and you get the, the four multiplier. times attack from the using a skill, you might be able to get past it. But I'm pretty sure the Sopjet Absorb thing was sort of meant to... Uh, show some resilience and well, I was respect. I was gonna say it was meant to uh, to f over Anubis, Anubis. <laughs> yeah. So I think you got to try and get around it with another team. I but, feel the same way with my my Rainbow Match team because if I get a few Skyfalls, my attack just gets way higher than I need it to be. Yeah. Um, so I'm always hoping for just four, maybe one that's off color. Well, it's really tough when your when your option is, you know five times attack from your leader or no times attack yeah. you know like there's not really a middle ground there it's but, one time attack or five or you know 25 times attack but she gives you a few turns you know, like three she, turns you get you get like basically four turns okay. of attacks before she attacks you but so, she also heals with the big attack no yeah so if you if you've like been whittling her down and then you hit and then you accidentally get a bunch of skyfall <laughs> she heals back up to full and you're like well now there's no chance yeah um so one of the things that uh, I've learned over time and had some input from Diana with is if you have a team that does TPAs and you want to hit for some damage but not too much damage, it helps to uh, do mass attacks. So do five orbs. Okay. Right? So... If you do a TPA and you have someone who's got like triple TPA on your team, like Lube or double TPA, then you're going to multiply that attack by too much. Yeah. So that monster is going to heal her. So what you do is instead you do five orbs. Now, five orbs is going to give you 150% damage from each of your monsters. But it's not going to do 
that like the same level of increase that you would get from a TPA. Okay, and I have a question about you know team builds in terms of sequence. Does it go back to uh, the heal and attack in the order the from left to right, or does it not matter? I don't think it really matters. Like, would you put it, a Lube? Yes, it does do would that. you put a Lube on the left side, and then someone with less TPAs maybe on the right side to be the final attack? That is a good idea. Yeah, um, I don't know if it's super important. Yeah, because because the amount that's because by the very nature of the way that works is the amount that you're healing is always going to be more than the amounts that you're doing damage mm-hmm. because they're, you know, the, you know, if, Oh, you did 400,000 with this guy, he heals for 400,000 and everyone else, you tried to make sure they were under. Oh, so it doesn't 000. do like one by one. It is like an overall. Yeah. It's each one is going to make it go up and down. Oh, okay. So, uh, so if you were trying to do like a little bit extra damage with your Umiyami, like maybe doing a mass attack of five orbs instead of a TPA. Instead of a TPA is going to keep you is going to increase the level of damage you're doing over just doing a single orb match. Mm-hmm. But it's going to keep you below that threshold where you might do too much damage. That's a good thing to keep in mind. Yeah. Avoid those TPAs. So, all right. Oh, well, uh, Blind Bandit. I hope you figure that out. Hope you crush Sopta, but not too much. I, yeah, cr- crush sop debt lightly. But not that much. Lightly crush. Yeah. Like a uh, light, light crush. Like you're preparing garlic for the <laughs> for for your dinner. And just lightly crush it. <laughs> and you get all, all the good fragrance and flavor. Now I'm just imagining him as sop that appears like, welcome to my garlic. I play bandit. We love you. That's a great question. I love you. Um, and I think that what we might try to do is do a dungeon breakdown edition for Sphinx. Yeah. Because Sphinx contains Sopdet in that form. Um, I had tried to farm Sphinx for Spirit Jewels at one point, and uh, it was extremely frustrating. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I have some input on that. So we'll, we can great. talk about that dungeon. I've uh, needed a few Sphinx in my day to evolve some of my to my raw and yeah those awoken egyptians all take sphinx mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. all right uh kevin we're almost done with this two things no i have one thing but i know you have one thing okay what's your thing let's pull on the oh christmas we're gonna egg pull machine. christmas egg machine <laughs> dana would you like to join us she gave a thumbs up guys she gave the thumbs up she's coming over all right so we need to um i think we need to put these in front so we can sort of live Live uh, talk about these. Are we pulling up for each other or just ourselves? I think, uh, oh, let's pull for each other. Okay. All right. So you can pull for me. I'm going to pull for you. Just don't pull like you did the last time. What did I pull for you last time? No, like your your uh, Godfist player's choice. Oh, my player's choice Godfist? Dude. <laughs> Channel your later pulls. Did you listen? Oh, <laughs> for, my, for my, please pull like it's Fist of the North Star? Yes. All right. So, uh, so I'm going to go first. Evan is... At the screen. All right. What what do we do? What is your ritual? I'm just gonna I'm gonna just go all three buttons right up here. Buttons on the side. <laughs> One, two, three, go. And, and silver uh, egg. Silver. I would That's be amazed bad. if any of us got a gold egg. Oh, Ooh. we got Paulina. Paulina's pretty cute. Yeah, she's interesting. She's got um, hella awakenings. Look at that. Skill boost and water. Two skill boosts. Five water orb enhance. And a bunch of little sidekicks. I see. Um, yeah. Who's this? 
the balance guy. All right, who's next? <laughs> Your monster box is full now. You're just one away from full. All right. So Should we do Diana's? Is Diana? Yeah. I'll pull for you. And Kevin is pulling for Diana. Here's my strategy. I don't have one. I just pull. <laughs> just pull. And Silver Egg. Who do we get? Echidna. Christmas Echidna. <laughs> With the under cleavage and the... the- and the little mermaids under. Yeah. She's at, so the cool thing about um these Christmas pulls is uh even these silver eggs are not bad monsters. Like they're I mean obviously not amazing, but mm-hmm. they're not bad at all. Yeah, this kid is way better than the regular kid. Yeah, I mean they got that double heart orb skyfall enhanced. She got which a is skill boost. Pretty a row. cool. A skill boost and a a red row. Just all around better than the regular echidna i'll take it all right and so we're doing my account who's pulling this one diana diana's pulling it diana pulls stuff for me all right what you pull stuff for me all the time should i pull i can pull no go for it go for it we can both pull (laughs) you're gonna pull together (laughs) i'll pull it okay i'll put it here and you just (laughs) 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 oh silver egg Hey, Paulina as well. Twinsies. Twinsies. Right. I don't know if I'm going to keep her, but that's pretty cool. Synergy at its finest. Yeah, I pull you. Same thing. You pull me. Okay. Now, what's your thing? At least it's not. It's not JJ. It's JJ. I think that was my thing. <laughs> what? Um, Where he, I pull him what I want. I pull McCallie. That was your thing to pull. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were going to play a game. Oh, I think we are going to play a game, but uh, we should probably stop this podcast now because we're about to hit an hour and twenty minutes. Hey-o. So uh, it let's, felt longer. <laughs> it felt longer. Let's sign off with our new sign off. Okay, you're gonna do it. Yes. And uh, well, first, say bye, and then I'll sign off. I will say goodbye for now, and uh, we'll try to do another one again soon. All right. Good night, guys, and may the skyfall gods be ever in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's not good if you can't say it with a straight face. Okay. Man. May the skyfall gods be ever in your favor. I said straight face, not accent. <laughs> Who, uh, someone gave us a suggestion. We got an email from a, a listener. Henry. Henry, yeah. Henry, thank you for your great suggestion. Specs Zatu. I love it. 